everyone. Welcome to I, I Have a Strange have a Story, story Podcast. podcast. <laughs> I'm ha- we're having technical difficulties, it's both awful. of us, at the same time. It's okay. Yeah. I can hear myself now. I can only hear out of one kitty cat headphone ear. Uh-huh. You can hear out of both ears now. Well, now I can, but it was going in and out. But can you can can you only hear through one because the other one has a headphone in it? I'm holding the bottom of the cord here, as you can see. And uh-huh. so if I just do this the entire time, I'm going to be able to hear myself. Okay, well, that's good. Well, I guess I do have an announcement, oh, you guys. Oh, do it. I do. Um, so we're... We're putting in ads into our oh, yeah. um, into our show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is the reason why our equipment is kind of shoddy <laughs> right now. <laughs> we need to make some bling bling. Yeah, so we're not asking anything from you, but to listen to an ad either yeah. at the beginning, the middle, or the end of the show, and that's it. Yeah, I'm not going to deal ever, with it. You can yeah. do it. I mean, you don't have to deal with it. It's. Oh, sorry. But it's going to be there. Yeah, it's just going to be there. Yeah, it's just <laughs> going to be there. So there you go. And that's why. Because because we can't have just one kitty cat ear <laughs> to listen through just to hear ourselves talk. I don't we even know kitty cat how to ears. replace this cord. <laughs> you can probably just look on Amazon or something. And say, like, headphone cord? <laughs> yeah, try that. Right. I'm going to do that because this is okay. fucking nuts. Okay. Um... Today, we are recording on this, our Independence Day. Happy Fourth of July. On this, we celebrate our day of independence. Mm-hmm. From across the seas. <laughs> right? I don't know. Shoot, yeah, Becky. Yeah, I know. I'm terrible at history. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just know that we set off fireworks, we grill hot dogs, and we drink a lot of beer. And we say, oh, Merca. I'm drinking beer. So I had you. a hot. I didn't have a hot dog. God, I, don't even, I had a hot dog. I didn't even have a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hamburger. I was so excited because you know how like Hop Dotties, they have the yeah. Impossible Burger, mm-hmm. and it's the most delicious thing like you'll ever fucking have as a vegetarian. And I always like, wow, you must have to own a restaurant to be able to eat this way. And then I was talking to someone, and they're like, yeah, I went and got Beyond Meat burgers and. That's what I'm eating. And I was like, where'd you get those? I was like, did you, do you know someone like in the restaurant? And they were like, no, you just go to fucking like Central Market, you fucking idiot. And I was like, what? So I went to Weedsville after work and I got myself some to eat today. Nice. It was delicious. That's great. No, I just said my announcement that we need money for Uh, our faulty equipment. Yeah, I don't think I have any announcements either. Um, Mm -hmm. Just that it's the 4th of July. And um, I'm drinking beer, and I'm gonna watch Stranger Things. That's what Ooh, I'm. Ooh, what are what are you drinking? Oh, um, I'm drinking a different beer today. I got it yesterday, actually, at uh, Weedsville Co-op. Mm-hmm. And it's another beer um, from Brazos Valley Brewing Company. It's a peach wheat. Oh, yum! Yeah, it's called Millions of Peaches. Um, Peaches for free. I know. I was like, do they love presidents of the United States of America? And then it's like 5.2% alcohol. So it's not that high, but you know. Oh. Yeah, I have, um, I'm drinking uh, Sour Apricot by Dry Dock, which oh. is a brewing company in um, Aurora, Colorado. And um, the can has a picture of a mermaid on it. <gasps> oh. Isn't that adorable? It's beautiful. It's really cute. They um, Dry Dock has really cool artwork on on, on all of their 
um, on all of our cans. This is 5% alcohol by volume, so. All right. It's good. It's delicious and sour and apricot-y, and it's got a mermaid on it, and that's, that's it. That's nice. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's empty. It's not. I just dropped it into my koozie, and it's a metal koozie. Oh, fancy. Yeah, it's super fancy. Mine's foamy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess we can get started with the show. Might as the reason well. why people like listen. <laughs> All right, let me let me beer myself real quick. I'm just gonna take a quick drink, quickie quick, quick. Okay, I did it. Ah, okay. So my story is kind of fun. It comes to us today from Ireland. Ireland, yeah, isn't that cool. fun? And awesome. um, I mean, we're Irish. Are we or English? We're fucking Irish. I thought you told me English. Well, we're English too. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're English, Irish, and Spanish. Sweet. The Don't best. let mom and dad fool you and say we're Native American. We are oh, not no. fucking Native American. I did all the research, but mm-hmm. we came from Cork, Ireland. Cool. Yeah. Um, this is not from Cork, Ireland. But anyways, okay. um, so this this is a hospital um, story, an encounter that a person had in a hospital. So this person works at the hospital. Um, it's a pretty large hospital in the area. They work in the pharmacy department. They've been there for about four years. Um, and what they do is they have to, like, take stock of all the medication on all the different wards. So, like, all the different wards in the hospital, they all have a pharmacy. But this this person is in charge of making sure that everything is in stock. So um, they're doing their rounds. They're going to all the different wards to see how the, you know, medication stock is doing. Um, so they were waiting outside the lift out of Ward 4. Mm-hmm. And this used to be where children were. So oh. back in the day, that's where the kids were. Um, but it's empty now. And um, the ward across from it was uh, the labor ward. Um, but it had since also been moved because the hospitals expanded. They built another wing. And so it, it sounds like it was just like an empty area. Oh, my God. You know that place is fucking haunted. <laughs> if there's an empty spot in a hospital, it's, it's goddamn haunted. haunted. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, so he, he got curious and decided to walk in the ward where the kids used to be. He just kind of like he walked in and he had to push this old stiff door open um, it always stays open and he said it just requires like a ton of force to close it. It's just really, you know, heavy and stuff. Um, so he walked past the door and he peeked a little further into the ward and he saw a room that was just full of junk. Um, so he was about to turn around and leave and then he heard a child's voice. He couldn't make out what the kids said he said it sounded like it was a toddler or someone who hadn't learned how to speak properly um so we turned around quickly to the door and it was slamming shut very hard like someone had to put all their strength into it for it to close so this is one of those things where like you ask yourself what could it have been (laughs) Like, what could have the voice been? Like, the door closed because it's windy outside. And, and inside the building? And so there is a draft, and then the building shifted, and the door shut. 
I don't know. Those that's what I do is I try to make excuses like that. Debunked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so he said all the doors have windows that you could see through. So he immediately, you know, looked straight through that window and there was nothing there. <laughs> he couldn't Mm-mm. see anything. Um so he there was a couple more stories that basically in that hospital surround a tall dark black figure that walks through the hospital. One of the night cleaning staff um, saw this tall, dark figure walking across the hall into a room, and she thought it was one of the doctors that worked there. So she followed it because she was going to go chat with him. Um, and when she went into the room that it had entered, it wasn't there any longer. And there were also there's three nurses that witnessed the same thing. And they all alleged that they thought it was a doctor who worked there. But once they got in the room, the doctor's not there. Weird. Yeah. So this person went on to explain, he kept saying that, so this is in Northern Ireland. I cannot fucking pronounce the name of this hospital, but I looked up the hospital to see if there were any other stories and I couldn't find anything. Um, It's, oh man. Do your best. Alt-Nagelvin Hospital. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad for the person who's going to listen to this, whose story it is. <laughs> <laughs> so this hospital was built in 1960, which is relatively old for that area. Um, it's not the oldest, but it's an old, pretty old hospital f- um, for the area. Um, the hospital is about 500 people capacity, and it was around during the time that's referred to as the Troubles. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. What is that? Um, so this is whenever there was, uh, it's also referred to as the Northern Ireland conflict. So this occurred from 1960 to 1998. So there was, um, it's basically a religious war. There were unionists or loyalists who were mostly Protestant who wanted Northern Ireland to remain in the UK. And then there were nationalists or Republicans who were majority of them were Catholics and they wanted North Ireland to leave um, the UK and join um, United Ireland. Wow. So it was a major conflict. Um, There's so much more to the story. I was reading through it. Um, There were all of these um, paramilitaries, which is so like fucking terrifying like, mm-hmm. that's the most terrifying fucking thing. So this lasted for fucking 38 years with these makeshift, like, military, these militant people walking through. Like, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it is. Um, but this hospital was standing during that time. So during this war, 3,500 people were killed. 52% of them were civilians. Wow. 32 per- I know. 32% were the British security forces. And then 16% were for the pa- from the paramilitary. It's oh so like a God. lot of fucking people died during this time. And yeah. that that's like the main hospital, one of the biggest hospitals there. So a lot of people went in and out of those doors. It's a lot of trauma. Yeah. So I can place. imagine there's probably, there's a lot of shit going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but this person has the privilege of working there. Wow. <laughs> I know. still work there. Yeah. I Well, from what I gathered, they still worked. I didn't ask, um, but I could ask if they have any other stories. Yeah, that would be cool. Thinking like about, I know, thinking about some of the the different types of like hauntings that we've talked about. What is this one categorized as? Like that, um, it's just the small child. I mean, it could be a residual haunting if a child died there. Yeah. You know, the, um, or it could be um, 
so I, I was listening to this one person talk about um, kind of like, um, I mean, I'm not going to explain this well at all, but there is whenever people are going through um, some type of traumatic um, process, either an injury or dying or something, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a projection of your mind that goes to a place where you want to be at. This doesn't make any sense at all. Astral projection? It might be like astral projection. Okay. Um, But the one story that this guy talked about is that um, this woman was sitting in her house and um, she heard somebody run down the stairs like (gasps) terrified. Yeah. And and go through the front door and just yell, Mom, Mom. And then go outside and then and then that was it. And apparently what had happened at one point is like in the nineteen forties or the nineteen twenties, this um this mother was sitting in her house and her son was working in a big city on some scaffolding. And he fell off the scaffolding and as he did, he yelled out for his mom and his no. mom could hear him. Oh, and it was so kind sad. of so it was a traumatic event that turned into a residual haunting. Okay, so that's where it just happens over and over again, right? Yes. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was thinking with the kid. It could have been something happening over and over again, and that door would slam because of it. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That's where my mind went. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. The thing about <laughs> hospitals, what I've heard a lot of people um, that work in hospitals um, is that you know, they see and they hear things all the time, but they don't like to talk about it. Yeah. It's, they just want to push that kind of aside and probably work on what's going on in the real world. But yeah. I've been trying to get my friend to tell stories from the state supported living centers. So in the state of Texas, we have, not every state has this. That's why I'm explaining it. We have large institutions that are for people with intellectual disabilities and developmental disabilities. The majority of the states have shut them down, but we haven't. We have 13. And so a lot of them have been around like since the late 1800s, early 1900s. Wow. And thinking of that time period and like how we fucking treated institutionalized people, like you cannot imagine the trauma behind mm-hmm. those walls and the the abuse and everything. And even the abuse yeah. that's still in, in, in this line of work of caring for people with disabilities, abuse happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially the time period that these were opened. So she has several stories because she went to a lot of the institutions and she would see and hear shit all the time Ooh, because a lot creepy. of the administrative buildings that she would be in, those were the original buildings where, you know, whenever it first opened, those mm-hmm. were the dorms for the people. Wow. I know. And I keep wanting her to come tell her stories, but I think she thinks their podcast is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that sounds boring. <laughs> yeah, she's not into it. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's, gosh, we got a history lesson today. Girl, kind you of. sure did give a history lesson. Good so, job. Everybody knows our heritage. Mm-hmm. And we learned about Northern Ireland a little. Yeah, we did. And you know something about Texas. You're welcome, there everyone. We yeah. Fourth of July. And we're done. Scene. Cue the music. 
All right, so now it's okay, your turn. Okay, I'm just kidding. Now it's my turn. Yeah, I've got a cool story. This is from Reddit. And this is a story about a woman and her house spirit uh, spirit experience. Okay. Ooh, yeah. So um, this woman claims that she lived in a haunted house. And so she would hear, like, footsteps and she would feel cold spots and she would feel breezes. Like, even whenever all the doors and the windows were closed, she could still feel that thing. And then she's also practiced magic. Magic with a K. So I think that means witchcraft, right? I don't know. I think it is. And so she says that she's always had potential to, to kind of invite spirits into her life. But she's always been afraid to do that because once you open that door, you don't know what you're going to bring in. Yeah, fuck that So, shit. yeah. So she has kept that door locked, shut, chained, bolted, <laughs> closed. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> do not enter if you are a spirit. And so that's just kind of how she lived for a long time. Um, but she had a rough spot. So... She emotionally hit rock rock bottom at one point of her life, and she was painfully lonely and and just, like, just so dead inside that she needed something. She needed somebody to communicate with and somebody to talk to. And at this point, she was like, fuck it. I'm not afraid of whatever spirit comes into my life. I'm going to invite them in. So she decided, I'm going to communicate with a spirit. So she... Has a pendulum. Do you know what that is? Yeah, because we have pendulums. Yeah, we do. Mine's packed. Okay. <laughs> Mine's right here in front of me. I can Shut see up. it. No. no, it's true. I put a little bowl on my desk. It's cool. Mine was um, in a candle holder. That's adorable. <laughs> so cute. Um, so she, um, she got her pendulum. She made a pendulum board. And she used uh, her pendulum to see if there was anybody that wanted to communicate. And she came across two spirits. She said, the first one's name was Saul, or maybe Solomon. She's not really sure. Um, But this guy wasn't really chatty, and it sounded like he was just passing through. So they didn't really form a relationship or anything. But then she met another spirit. And he identified himself as L-A-N. And she wasn't sure if that was initials or part of his name, but she just called him Lan. I'm She's so like, excited because I think someone's going to get pregnant. <laughs> I don't know why you would think that. <laughs> because it happens. What is it called when you get impregnated by a ghost? <laughs> I don't know. There's a name for it. Is there? Yes. Women, oh, fuck. I'm going to, I'll look it you up. You look that up. Yeah. Okay, you look that up. All right. So she developed a bond with Lan. Um, and she would, um, she would leave moon water out for him as an offering and cigarettes. And she said Aww. that he loved cigarettes. So she hand rolled her own and she would roll two and, and light both of them and then leave one to burn in the ash pre- ashtray and just re-let it kind of as it burned out and um and she got so comfortable with him that she would just talk to him like speak aloud to him she started to read to him and then she also learned his favorite songs and she said she even danced with him a few times oh she said it was lovely 
Isn't that sweet? It is sweet. So there was this one point um, that she was packing for a holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she found one of her favorite chains. Um, and it was a chain for a pendant that uh, she had stowed away in a makeup case and thought that she lost forever. And so she had this favorite pendant. She went to go look for it, and she said there was a very specific spot that she put it on. It was, like, in these shelves and on her altar, but she couldn't find it anywhere. Um, She said she looked for about 10 minutes, and then she was like, well, fuck it, I have to leave. Um, So she just put the chain on and left. Um, And when she got back from her her vacation, she said the pendant was there, like... It was where it was exactly where it was supposed to be. She was it was on her shelf, um, kind of close to her altar, and it was just kind of like shining there, like ta-da. <laughs> and she was so happy to see it. And so she left a thank you note and she uh left a cup of moon water and she rolled a cigarette for him. That's sweet. It is sweet. Um so then There was another part. This is a really cool story. So she had this little tiny kitten. She said that um, she got this kitten. And I'm just really infatuated with it because she said it was black. Aww. So cute. Um, And she was going, it uh, it was at night. She was about ready to go to bed. But she was ready to have one last cigarette for the night. So she went outside to smoke. And she also has an adult cat, and the adult cat goes outside. And she says that the adult cat followed her to go outside. But you know what it did? Did It, it sat at the door and was like, I don't know. <laughs> 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 and she, you know how cats do. Yeah. You open the door for them because they went in really bad, and they just sit there. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm. yeah, you're like, well. I'll make up my mind. And so she's like, dude, you asshole. And yeah. she just propped open the door. She saw the kitten sleeping in her bed. So she was like, I'm just going to be right here. This is where I smoke. It's kind of on a stoop next to the door. And if the cat decides to come out, I'll catch it. She didn't want her kitten to go outside, obviously. Um, so she rolled her cigarette. And she was halfway through rolling her cigarette whenever her fire alarm goes off in her house. And um, she she looks inside. She looks down. Her kitten's trying to go out. So she grabbed her kitten, and as soon as she did that, the the fire alarm went off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so she went inside, and she was just looking for anything that could set it off. And she said her oven was off, her stove was off. There was no way that the um, the smoke was wafting into the house mm-hmm. because it was a still night. Like there was no wind or anything. And she also said that. Um, Somebody had checked her fire alarms like three weeks previous because she lived in a in a rental and that's what they do. Those are good people. <laughs> so she was like, it's my friend. And she rolled him a cigarette and she said that that thing burnt down like like somebody just took a big old drag. She said <laughs> it was really weird because there was no wind. It wasn't blowing it out. Yeah. It wasn't blowing it away. It was just going down to the ash and she said that it finished even before she even got to finish smoking so um let's see where was i so a few weeks later she was talking to her neighbor and this person lived like a couple of had lived in this area for about 15 years and they just were talking and and 
she, the neighbor had brought up, um, some, some grievances about the previous people that lived there. She said it was a young woman and her partner. And, um, she said, but eventually a, um, their, one of their grandpas came to visit or live with them to take care of them. To me, I think it was probably to take care of them because he was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. She said that he tried to commit suicide twice in that house. Oh, geez. I know. He was just ready to go. Yeah. Um, but whenever he finally died, she learned that he died in her now bedroom. Ooh. And I'm just paraphrasing this, but she was like, well, that's fucking strange. She's, you know, talking to her neighbor and she's like, I have felt like I have somebody with me. I never feel alone. And the neighbor's like, yeah, I get that feeling too sometimes. You know, whenever I'm in bed and I'm trying to sleep, sometimes I'll hear a song that he always liked. He liked to play the piano and he would play this one song and it was not classical piano, but it wasn't rock and roll, she said. But it was definitely a piano song. And so, you know... This woman found out what songs this guy likes. Mm-hmm. And she was scrolling through her Spotify um, music and she played this song. She played Piano Man. And she was like, that's it. That's the song. And she's like, holy fuck. Oh, my God. This is the guy. She's like, do you remember what his name was? And um, the neighbor was like, well, I think his name was Ian. And so <laughs> it wasn't Lan, it was Ian. It wasn't Lan, it was Ian. <laughs> so she's like, Well, fuck my life. I've been calling this guy Lan. the wrong name because of a, a, a divining board typo error. Yeah. <laughs> so that's her story. Oh, I don't know if she that's still lives there. Story. She's so lucky she didn't get an asshole. God, I know. Yeah, she's so lucky that she got somebody nice. I wonder why he wouldn't leave. Um, well, I don't know. But, you know, she was offering him cigarettes. Yeah. And moon water and things that he liked, his music and stuff like that. So maybe right. he was just comfortable being Quit there. throwing moon water around like we all know what it is. <laughs> okay, well, I had to, I looked it up. I had to look it up. <laughs> what the fuck so is moon water? I'll tell you what moon water is. So moon water is water that's been charged by the energy of the moon. Oh, okay. And so what people will do is they will, um, you know, people that practice magic magic or witchcraft is they'll take water um of some source and i think that usually you they they like to get it from a spring but i think it'll do whatever whatever water you can take it from and they'll put it in a clear cup or a silver cup and they'll leave it outside um to reflect the moon off of and that's supposed to be kind of a um a charged water from the moon. They'll also like maybe say a little inc- incantation or a prayer or set their intentions with this water about what they want to use it for. Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to take it, um, take it inside before the sun rises and you store it and you use it in like potions or, um, or whatever ritual you're going to use it in. I wonder if you can like put saran wrap over it or something. I just think of, like, bugs floating in it. Well, that's what they say. You have to be really careful that nothing contaminates it. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So do they cover so, it, you think? I don't, you know, I don't know. It didn't say anything. You could put like a little screen over it or something. You could probably put something, but I think that the point of it is to catch like the reflection of the moon. Yeah. And if it doesn't do that, then it's probably not charging your water. I'm going to develop mm-hmm. something specifically for people to be able to have moon water so okay. that it's not contaminated. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> Making money off of witches. Yeah. They'll appreciate it. I just want to support them and not get bugs, buggies in their moon water. I think that they would probably appreciate that, too. We could make cute ones. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the phantom pregnancies is what it's called. Okay. So, remember, there was that woman. I have to give credit to That's Weird. Oh, because yeah. episode 69 of That's Weird is the episode that was about that woman who <laughs> was in love with a ghost. She was having his baby. Remember? Was it the woman that was married to the pirate? Uh, I don't know. She, all I know is that she was in Britain, I think. Okay. And she, she'd originally been sleeping with like 20 ghosts. Mm-hmm. And then she met the ghost of her dreams, the man of her dreams. She was going to carry his baby. And they call them phantom pregnancies. And she said, you usually don't carry them to full term because oh. you don't know you're pregnant. But oh. she was going to carry hers to full term and, and have her ghost baby. Aww. Yeah. I don't know what happened. But yeah, well, they're called that's what whenever people have phantom pregnancies, some people explain it as that you were impregnated by a ghost. Wow. If it's that woman that got married to the pirate, they split up. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> was the pirate a ghost? Yes. Yeah, I think this is her cuz she did marry whoever the ghost was. Yeah. That's why'd they that's sad split up? they had a failed pregnancy and they their their marriage dissolved i don't know why maybe he's like i've been dead for 200 years i can't commit maybe maybe i think i don't know maybe it's probably he was always going the guy. out all night and drinking he probably and was. Leaving her at home. he's like why you gotta sleep i don't have to sleep man it's a fucking I don't want hard this world out there girls life. gotta eat <laughs> Girls gotta eat. Girls gotta sleep. Girls gotta work, dude. You go. You don't have to do anything. She probably buys you a bunch of stuff, and you're like, "Yeah, I'll absorb that. I'll like it." Yeah, I don't even care. <laughs> but I won't contribute. Where's your booty, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were asking me, and I was like, "My butt." <laughs> Lindsay, where's your booty? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, I mean he could really help her out if he. Brought some booty home that wasn't other woman booty. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. Yeah. I guess this is this is it. This is goodbye. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> That's true. Um, we would love to read your story mm-hmm. and then for you to listen to it and then... Tell everyone about it. <laughs> and let us know if we're pronouncing something wrong. Because oh, yeah. I'm going to need that for sure. We're totally going to need that. And we already got that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Cindy, for that. Didn't they correct something else? What was the other thing that we got? We got something from Abby. Oh, Abby was just talking about the mirrors in the, the Driscoll uh, Hotel. Yeah. We're rambling. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like us to read your stories... Send them to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. We'll get them eventually, read it eventually. Yeah. And uh, subscribe. 
rate and review us. And we will send you some stickers if you take a snapshot of that review and email it to us with your physical mailing address. And if you let us read your story, we'll also give you stickers. Let's get some stickers over to Ireland. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, it's our hometown. I mean, it's it's our our home country. Yes. (laughs) You know what? That's a good idea. I know. Actually, if anybody wants stickers, just send us an email with your address. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. If anybody just wants stickers, we're past that point. We'll just fucking give them to you. We'll just give them to you. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to mail us any of your stories or anything weird, um, send it to P.O. Box 2292 Georgetown, Texas. That's G-E-O-R-G-E-T-O-W-N at 78627 USA USA okay alright anyways I guess that's it friends until next time bye bye bye